God bless you. Uh, This is Anthony Wilson, your host of the Love Thy Neighbor podcast. Uh, I've been off for a couple of weeks, uh, holidays, and uh, yeah, my son uh, contracted COVID. Uh, AJ Wilson, my uh, baby boy, um, he is much better now. Um, Gave us quite a scare, but we learned a lot about um, just trusting God, especially when something like that hits close to home. Uh, in Colorado, we've been shutting a lot of things down, and so we've been adjusting to it, adjusting our services and all types of things to kind of uh, deal with what is going on in the world around us. But today, we're going to dive into a subject that people have asked me about time and time again, um, challenged me on and asked me questions about, and I'm a person that says, well, let's look at what the Bible says. So today on Love Thy Neighbor, we are going to explore what the Bible says about apostles. Uh, A couple of questions that people have asked me, um, are there apostles today? Um, Is that uh, still a gift in the church? Should that be a title that people use? And we're going to explore some of that today um, by just examining scripture. That's all we're going to do is we're going to walk through scripture. And I believe you're going to learn a lot about this particular subject Um, What does the Bible say about apostles today on Love Thy Neighbor? God bless you. Welcome back to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. I'm excited today to be diving into this subject. Uh, What does the Bible say about apostles? But before we do that, I just want to thank all of our listeners, all of our supporters um, for supporting us this year, making this year so far a success. Uh, We've grown uh, in the U.S. We've grown um, into other countries. We're um, in four different countries now. Um, We're putting out a lot of content and you guys are making this podcast successful by listening and I pray that it is impacting you, empowering you and encouraging you in your walk with the Lord because that's our goal here. That's what we want to do on Love Thy Neighbor. That's my calling is to equip the saints, to build you up, to educate you, to get you to hunger and thirst for righteousness, to get you to want to dive in the scripture and read some more, go back and study again. Um, And that's uh, been our goal. And so we're going to try to finish out the year strong. Uh, Like I said earlier, I had a couple weeks off. Um, My son had COVID, but he came through it very quickly, very easily. Um, The friends that he contracted from, they're recovering well. Um, Just keep yourself safe out there. You know, follow the rules. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Don't get laxed because when you do that, you leave yourself open. Uh, for things to happen. Um, And again, thank you so much. And those that have thought about supporting, please, please. um, We are so grateful um, if you support us. Uh, You know, you can go to anchor.fm slash uh, uh, anchor.fm slash Anthony Wilson and scroll down, hit the, the, the support link and you can support us with 99 cents, 499, 9.99, any of those options. Uh, it is such a blessing. If you want to drop a large gift, uh, I know the holidays are coming. Uh, you can go to my Cash App, which is um, 
uh, dollar sign a Wilson 22 dollar sign lowercase a uh, Wilson lowercase uh, 22 uh, and drop me something on the cash app Uh, we definitely uh, appreciate your support Um, we you know ministry runs off of generosity Uh, we don't sell we're not selling a product here and so there's not you you got to give me this you got to give me that no um, ministry runs off of generosity and we thank you so much for your generosity Um, we got a book coming out uh, we're just finishing that off and um, our main subscribers yes you will get the book free Uh, we will send it right out to you as soon as the final editing the final cuts are done you will get it uh, fresh off the press um and so get ready for that. That's some great material. We uh, just finished another book product project. Um, our deck, our church, uh, our church uh, declaration. Um, it's an entire Bible study um, of um, things that we declare as a church. I'm born again, spirit filled, spirit led, Bible grounded, grace empowered, loving, forgiving, generous, committed to community, continuous in prayer, enthusiastic in my serving patient in my suffering and prepared to see Jesus when that day comes. Um, We put it into a powerful Bible study tool um, and uh, we'll be putting that out pretty soon too. Um, Our listeners will get that, especially our subscribers, those that are helping us out. We will get that one free as well. Awesome. Um, So let's dive into this. What does the Bible say about apostles? First of all, you go to your Strong's Concordance look up the word apostle, which is 652. Apostolos, a messenger, one sent on a mission, an apostle. The usage, um, a messenger, envoy, delegate, uh, one commissioned by another to represent him in some way, especially the men sent out by Jesus Christ himself to preach the gospel, an apostle. Um, let's take a look at those men, uh, Jesus's apostles. I believe that the apostles of Jesus, the 12, uh, as some have called them, hold a very significant and set apart um, position as apostles. And, and you'll see why I believe that, that there will never be any like the 12 ever again. Now, there's one obvious reason, because Jesus <laughs> physically uh will never walk the earth physically to send out men. And that's what makes them unique. Um, And we'll look at further proof of that. There's more pieces to that than that. But first off, uh, let's look at Matthew chapter 10, verses one through five. Here's what it says. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, at this point, they are the 12 disciples. They're not called apostles just yet. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now, the names of the 12 apostles. There you go. It switches from disciples to apostles in one verse. Once he gave them power, they were no longer disciples. They were now apostles. They were now getting ready to be sent the same way that the father had sent Jesus. Jesus is now getting ready to send them. And so now the names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon, who was called Peter and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, 
and Labius, whose surname was Thaddeus, uh, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, the one uh, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter into the city of the Sumerians, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, and freely you give. And so this is their commission. They are sent out. This is the twelve. Um, now what makes them unique um, is that they were sent at that particular time to begin their work. But when Jesus rose from the grave, um, before he ascended, he commissioned them again. Um, so many times we see the commission or the sending out as only in Matthew chapter 28 uh, verses 19 through 20. But this is actually another time that he is sending them out after the resurrection, um, after he has suffered and paid the price. And now he's sending them again. Here's Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even uh, to the end of the age. Amen. So we see that these 12 are commissioned. So it was 12, but now there's only 11. At this particular point of the Great Commission, we call it, Matthew 28, there's only 11 because Judas has betrayed Jesus um, and he's no longer with the 12. And so uh, these are the 11, and I'll prove it to you with verse 16 of Matthew chapter 28. Um, Matthew chapter 28, verse 16, the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore. So you see, there's only eleven at this time, at this this point in time, and that's significant because they're going to have to uh, fill the position of Judas, right? So let's go to Acts chapter one. Acts chapter one, and we're going to look at verses um, we'll look at verses uh, tw 19 through 26 19 through 26 here's what it says um, and, it, and it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem so that the field is called in their own language Akel Dema that is field of blood for it is written in the book of Psalms let his dwelling place be desolate and let no one live in it and let another take his office. Therefore, these men who have accompanied us all the time that that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the day when he was taken up from us. One of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed two. Joseph called Barsabas, Barsabas, sorry, Joseph called Barsabas, 
whose surname was Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen uh, to take part in the ministry and the apostleship for which Judas transgressed and fell, that he might not go uh, to his own place. And they cast their lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. And so here's the criteria for the replacement of Judas. Verse 22, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when Jesus was taken up from us. And so in order for him to step in and be a part of this 12, this group, he had to be there from the time of the baptism of John to the time that Jesus was taken up. This is why I say that this group of 12 um, is very unique and um, cannot be duplicated. And so just based upon scripture, there can never be another group of apostles like them, period, because that was the criteria. So were there apostles after this group? Well, yes, there were. Let's look at Saul, who became Paul. Saul, who became Paul. Um, the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9 is where he came into contact uh, with the risen Jesus. Now, most people don't know if this was a vision, if this was something that, you know, actually happened. But um, Paul states that this was the time where he experienced Jesus and he received his apostleship. He received Um, his command to go and preach the gospel. And so in Acts chapter 9, beginning at verse 1, then Saul, still breathing threats and and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, the way was what they called themselves early on before in Acts chapter 11, they were called Christians, okay? And so the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone all around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, he said, Lord, what do you want to do to me? And the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Saul arose from the ground. And when his eyes were opened, he saw no one, but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And to him, the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. And he said, here I am, Lord. 
And the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying, and in the vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive sight. Ananias answered the Lord and said, I've heard from uh, many about this man how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And there and here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, the kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And so this is the, the call of Saul who will later on become uh, Paul. Now, in Acts chapter 13, um, Paul and Barnabas um, are sent out as, as they have visited the church in Antioch. They fasted and they prayed before the Lord. This is Acts chapter 13, uh, verses 1 through 4. And they are sent on their way to start fulfilling the ministry and the mission that God had called him to. Now, I'm saying a lot here, but Paul is unique because Paul was not there from the time of John the Baptist, right? John baptizing Jesus until the ascension. He wasn't there. So how does he call himself an apostle? Um, well, it's based upon this encounter that he has with Jesus on the road to Damascus. As a matter of fact, Next, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he kind of explains how he views his apostleship. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 8 through 10, he says, Then of all, uh, well, actually, I'll back up. Um, verse 6, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I'll start at verse 6. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present uh, but some have fallen asleep after that he was seen by James then by all the apostles then last of all he was seen by me also as one born out of due time for I am the least of the apostles who am I who am I not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace towards me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet, not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Uh, therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believe. And so Paul makes his case that, look, they all seen him, and then I saw him, and I am the least. I'm the least of the apostles. I'm, you know, I'm not even worthy except for the fact that the God, God gave me the grace to become an apostle. So Paul's apostleship sometimes is argued, but not very often. The apostle Paul, um, his apostleship is not really argued as much. Some people say, well, I think he's a missionary, not really an apostle. Um, because he didn't see Jesus, but most people accept the Apostle Paul's apostleship. So first you have Jesus' apostle. That's the first type of apostle. And I think that type 
is unique and can never be duplicated, right? Then you have Paul who became an apostle. I actually believe that Paul's apostleship is also unique and cannot be du duplicated, but it's a different type of uniqueness is because he actually had the encounter on the road to Damascus. He wasn't there from the baptism of John to the, to the ascension, but he did encounter Jesus. He says that he encountered Jesus, but there's a third type of apostle that the apostle Paul teaches about. And this is the spiritual gift of apostle. And we're going to stay in Corinthians and we're going to look at first Corinthians, uh, chapter 12, um, verse 28, first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. Now, the reason why we're looking at this is because this chapter talks about how the Holy spirit, um, gives each and every person, uh, their position in the body of Christ. Um, and that, um, the entire body of Christ comes through the, us all drinking of the same spirit, us all receiving the same spirit and the same Lord. And so when we get to verse 28 and, uh, first Corinthians chapter 12, it says, and God has appointed these in the church. So the 12 apostles, listen, were before the actual organization of the church. And so this would not be talking about them as God appointing those in the church because they were appointed before the church, but these are appointed in the church, right? And so if they're appointed in the church, then they didn't come about until the church was born, right? And so here is what the, the scripture says. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers after that miracles then gifts of healing helps administrations and a variety of tongues right and so these are appointed these apostles were first appointed in the church now if you'll notice everywhere and i challenge you everywhere you see the word apostle it is lowercase except for in one place and that is hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1 and when it uses that term apostle and high priest, it's talking about Jesus himself. The rest of the time, the word apostle is lowercase. The word prophet is lowercase. Which tells me that these are not titles. These are giftings. These are assignments. These are ministries that God has called these individuals to execute. And they are not to be used as a badge of honor to raise above everybody else. Oh, he's an apostle, so he's higher than me. No, he's an apostle, so he has a specific job. And he needs. we need to make sure that he's doing the job of an apostle. And so what does that look like? Well, let's go to, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And we're going to look at verses um, 11 and 12. And here's what it says. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some are prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ till they all come into the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the son of God, to a perfect man, uh, to the meant to the measure and the stature and the fullness of Christ that we should not be any longer children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, the cunning and the craftiness and deceitful plottings. But 
speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into all things into him who is the head, Christ. Okay? And so the idea is that the apostle is supposed to be serving the body, equipping, edifying, bringing them into unity, maturing them, growing them together into this body that Jesus rests upon as the head of the church. He is the foundation of the church. He is the one that completes the church. He fills the church. Everything fits in the church through Jesus Christ and the gift of apostle is a part of the giftings that he placed in the church. He himself uh, in that context is Jesus himself placed the apostles in the church. And so this is the spiritual gift of apostleship, just like the spiritual gift uh, of, of prophet, the spiritual gift of um, teacher, pastor, evangelist, the spiritual gift uh, of administrator um, helps all these are spiritual gifts that are placed in the church for the edifying of one another. These aren't offices like the 12 apostles. Um, and so it's interesting that you see this breakdown. Uh, so there's those are the first three categories. Jesus' apostles, Saul, uh, Saul, who became Paul as an apostle. And then the third group is the spiritual gift of apostle. But there's also a fourth group. Um, and a lot of people don't really recognize this, but there's a fourth group. And uh, this fourth group is prominent Christian teachers uh, in the church. And so the first person we're going to look at in Acts chapter 14 and verse 14 is a man named Barnabas. OK, so Barnabas is another individual. OK, that did not meet the criteria of being with them from the time of John the Baptist. Right. Um, to from the baptism of John to the ascension of Christ. As a matter of fact, Barnabas doesn't even show up until Acts chapter four um, and verse thirty six. Um, and uh, Joseph, whose surname is Barnabas, um, by the whose surname Barnabas by the apostles, which translates son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet at this particular time. He's a new guy. He just came in. They named him uh, son of encouragement. Um, he was a Levite from Cyprus. Okay. So he wasn't a part of the group that was there. He wasn't even a part of the two that would have been chosen. He actually was an individual that came later on, but in acts chapter 14 and verse 14, um, we see that he is called an apostle. So let's see what it says. Acts chapter 14, verses 14. But when the apostle Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude crying out. Now, when was he sent? When was he commissioned? Well, I showed you that in Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13, verses one through four. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. There you go. There's those spiritual gifts of prophets and teachers, right? Um, these aren't Old Testament prophets. These are prophets in the New Testament, teachers in the New Testament. Uh, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, uh, Lucian of Cyrene, um, Manin, who had been brought up with uh, Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. 
Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they were sent, they sent them away. And so you see, they were sent away. The Holy Spirit is the one who actually called them, anointed them, and sent them. And so this is very interesting. And so Barnabas would be considered one who had the spiritual gift of apostle, but he's also a very interesting case because um, he has no ties to um, the early apostles. So he's a different type of apostle. Um, in Romans chapter 16 and verse 7, Romans chapter 16 and verse 7, you guys following me? I'm giving you a lot of info, a lot of info. And we're just going through scripture. We're not really um, here or there. We're just, here's what the word says. So Acts chapter 16, verse 7. Um, Greet Andrachus and Juni, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles who also were who also were in Christ before me. Um, I had to look up this word of note um, in your Strong's Concordance. Of note is 1978, um, and it means mentioned among or along with, and so uh, or among the apostles. And so um, these individuals very likely could fall into the same category as Barnabas, or they could fall into the category of the spiritual gift of apostle. Um, but they were among the apostles of note. Okay. Um, and so we have four categories. Number one, the apostles of Jesus, which there can never be ever any apostles like that ever again. Saul, who became Paul, he fits into two distinct categories. He fits into the category of the spiritual gift and of the category of seeing the Lord Jesus. And so he's interesting um, because he's actually a dual um, uh, category. So he was sent out by the Holy Spirit, but he also was commissioned by Jesus on the road to Damascus. Then you have the spiritual gift of apostle where it is poured out uh, through the grace of God uh, and they receive this appointment. Uh, from the Holy Spirit, from the grace of God, and then the fourth category of the prominent teachers, uh, Barnabas, who really had no connection to anyone, but yet was commissioned to be an apostle, and then the uh, the ones that are among the apostles uh, in Romans chapter 16 and verse 7. I uh, gave you a lot of info. I hope that you go and you study these verses and look at these things that I've shared with you. Uh, there's one other apostle that I want to focus on. And there's also the false apostle. Um, and this is in your Strong's 5570. Um, and this is only used a couple of times. First, uh, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11. Um, it's used of the false apostles that parade themselves, um, transform themselves into angels of light. It's also used in Revelations 2, 2, where um, the um, church of Ephesus was able to distinguish um, who were true apostles and who were false apostles. And I want to look at that one before we close out. Um, and here's what it says in Revelations chapter 2 and verse 2. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and your conduct cannot bear and you could not bear those who do evil you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars 
very interesting um, that they were able to test them. And so if you want to really look at what they probably used to test them, well, this is the church of Ephesus. And so um, they encountered the apostle Paul. And so they know what an apostle is supposed to do. Apostle is supposed to be an equipper. Apostle is supposed to be uh, uh, one who builds people up, builds up the church, who has a passion for building up the church. Uh, the apostle also should be one who brings people together in unity. Apostle is one who is maturing people and perfecting them uh, to the measure and the stature and the fullness of Christ. He's trying to grow people into the image of Christ, not himself. He's not trying to get money from them. He's not trying to get them to follow him. He's not trying to get his name big. He's trying to develop people um, into the image of Christ. Uh, and he's a defender of the faith. He teaches in such a way that um, the body of Christ uh, does not fall into error, is not easily tricked by the cunningness and the craftiness and the plotful deceitings of men. But he speaks the truth in love and he teaches the body to speak the truth in love that we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, which is Christ Jesus. Um, and so uh, the, the, the test of the apostle is the same test for uh, prophets, evangelists, uh, pastors and teachers. Are they equipping the saints? Are they trying to get the saints to follow them, right? Are they equipping them to do ministry, empowering them? Are they edifying the body of Christ? Are they building up his church, focusing on building the church up? Or are they trying to build themselves up, right? Uh, number three, are they bringing people into the unity of the faith? Are they creating um, division? Are they creating um, uh different versions, different uh, sections over here and sections over there. The Apostle Paul was very upset in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 and verse 10, where there was division in the church. He says, now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there is no division among you, but that you are to be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by the, the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Listen to what he says in verse 12. Now I say this, that each one of you says, I am of Paul, and I am of Apollos, and I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Listen, a true apostle is not going to have people running around him and oh i'm with him i'm with no he's gonna say we're with christ because i didn't die for you i wasn't crucified on the cross for you so you don't worship me that's the sign of a true apostle is that he brings unity he brings maturity um he, he teaches sound doctrine you know that equips the saints so that they are not uh, run to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And it's interesting that the church of Ephesus was able to detect when apostles were false. And that was Revelation chapter 2 and verse 2. And the passage that I just showed you was 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 10 through 14. And so to wrap this up, um, do I believe that there are apostles today? I say yes, because I believe the spiritual gift of apostles still exists and there's still a need uh, for those who are sent um, by the Holy Spirit to um, equip the saints, to uh, build them up, to 
um, bring unity, to bring maturity, uh, to, to bring soundness of doctrine. Um, and there are people that are uniquely called to do that. It doesn't make them better. It doesn't make them more important. It's just their assignment. That's the work that they are called to do. I'm going to give you one last scripture. And I feel like this one kind of paints the picture of how the Apostle Paul really saw his ministry. Uh, and this is uh, 1 Timothy uh, chapter 2 and verse 7. Uh, no, I'm giving you a lot of scripture, but this is what I do. I study and I get in the word. So 1 Timothy uh, uh, chapter 2 verse 7 he said uh, and this is the apostle Paul he said for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying a teacher to the Gentiles in faith and truth um, he says the same thing in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 uh, or verse 11 sorry uh, he says to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. And we saw that in Acts uh, chapter 9, where he um, was prayed for, and the Spirit uh, told Ananias that he was going to be uh, God's messenger, his chosen vessel to uh, the kings, the Gentiles, and Israel. So, if you have questions, if you have comments, concerns, please message me. Uh, send me a message. Um, I know I gave you a lot of information, uh, but definitely reach out to me. I would love to have a discussion with you about these verses, about these scriptures. Uh, but that is what the Bible says about an apostle. Uh, thank you for listening to Love Thy Neighbor this week. I pray that you are getting ready for your holiday season and that you have a, a great time. Remember, um, go back and listen to um, my podcast on Should Christians Celebrate? Um, uh, holidays, anniversaries, and birthdays um, for some powerful, powerful revelation on um, how it should be done if you're going to do it. Um, make sure you um, subscribe. Uh, make sure if you want to uh, support, go to anchor.fm slash um, uh, slash a Wilson, Anthony Wilson, um, scroll down, click on the support and pick out which one, uh, which route you want to go. We appreciate, uh, all that you are doing. And we pray that this is equipping you and edifying you. Remember, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.